Sarah Pazokian, co-founder. And Farah Rosaline, co-founder. What inspired both of you to create the organization? So in our sophomore year of high school, Sarah and I had a lot of experiences where we got our period and we weren't really prepared for it. And we've also had experiences where we got our period and we had to go home because we bled through our pants or something like that. And this was really a problem that was really widespread, but wasn't getting as attention as it should have been getting. So we decided a really easy fix would be to get these dispensers and fill them with period products and just put them in the bathroom for anyone to use in case they couldn't afford products or they just needed them on hand. And from there, we just spread um, to other schools, starting from our school. And we got a lot of involvement from ambassadors and other high schoolers. So how did it feel for both of you that it was uh, working. It felt great. Um, we just started with our own school and so many girls around us, they were really excited about the idea because the need for it was definitely there and there just hadn't been something to take care of the need. And a lot of our friends that had similar experiences, like Rose said, bleeding through their pants and having to go home. And so once we got a really positive response from Green Hope, other schools in Wake County were also really on board and it just was really refreshing to see. They know high school is is a stressful time for anyone. How is it to, you know, have one less thing to worry about? I think it's really um, just refreshing to know just because, um, especially in adolescence, it's really hard to know when your period is going to be. And also, it's just really securing to know that even if you get your period at school, there's something that you can do about it and it's not out of your control. And I know previously there were pads maybe in front offices or something, but to go and get that, that would take a really long time out of your learning day. You would have to talk to the teacher and explain why you would be gone for such a long time. There'd be some shame associated with it. So I think it's really normalized it completely and it's no longer something that you have to kind of make like a big deal for be like a disturbance in your day, which is really nice. How was it turning your mission into a nonprofit? It was good. I think that um, it helped a lot to have the, um, like just being a nonprofit made a lot of people really eager to be involved. A lot of people donated some products and um, it helped schools, I think, get really involved with the cause. And I think it helped a lot with that. Yeah, I think it also definitely gave us some credibility. And it was a lot easier to fundraise and get support just from our community. Because once we became a nonprofit, we had a lot of more girls and students just interested in joining us. So we had a lot of um, expanding happening in our ambassador program, which is where um, any students in middle school or high school can basically represent our organization at their school. So when we do want to install dispensers in their school, they can kind of help us with that and guide us with admin. How did the ambassador program come about? Um, I think when we originally started, we saw that a lot, because a lot of students around us were interested, we thought how many, like what could this impact be in other schools as well? So we kind of put out a form, like if you're interested in being an ambassador, just let us know. And we got a lot of ambassadors, especially from Wake County. But I think right now we have ambassadors from 12 or 13 different schools from across North Carolina, not just in this area. 
and um, people are just really excited to become a part of it because the more ambassadors that are part of a school, the more likely we are to be installed in their school next because there's a lot of pull from the student body. And when the administration sees that the students themselves are really into it, they're more likely to be open to it. I looked at your website and I saw some uh, video clips from uh, TV stations. Uh, what is it? How does it feel that your mission is getting across? It feels really great that we're getting a, a lot of support, not only from schools, but from our community as a whole. And it just feels really rewarding knowing that our cause and our mission is getting a lot of attention and that everybody involved is also feeling supported. Like I know our ambassadors are really proud of how far we've come getting more exposure and things like that. And getting that positive feedback has really been a motivator. Like I know after seeing our segment on the news, one teacher who used to work at, a, I forgot what it's called, a, a Title I school um, had emailed us and she was like, I used to work and there was definitely a big need for this. It wasn't provided. A lot of girls and students didn't know that it was something they could rely on at school. And she was really happy to see that there was an organization that was fulfilling that. With the organization, how has that helped uh, both of yours uh, mental health? Um, I think it's just really helpful and it um, kind of makes me feel good in knowing that I'm helping those around me, myself, just all of us to feel more secure. And a lot of people I know, um, not as many people's periods are as regular now because there's been a lot of issues with hormones nowadays. And so you don't always know when you're going to get your period and it can be very irregular and just having um, those resources available at school, you don't have to worry about when am I going to get it. It's not, it doesn't become a big deal. There's a big stress off our shoulders. And instead I can focus on my own mental health and I don't have to think about um, like that's kind of stress. Yeah, I think it definitely provides uh, myself and others with a lot of peace of mind, just not being anxious about when you're going to get your period or if you have to worry about it or what you're going to do. Because um, I think from my point of view, what I worry about most is getting my period at school and then not having anything on me. But I know a lot of others aren't um, in an as privileged situation as us where they just have to worry about getting their period and they have to worry about, you know, how they're going to afford products and if they can even go to school that day because of their period. So it definitely brings us a lot of comfort knowing that we can help ourselves, but also we're helping a greater student body. And as you go through senior year, what do you want the organization to do next? Sarah and I are going to continue working on period project throughout our college careers and probably um, even in just like our lives, in our lives. But um, yeah, we definitely want to keep up with the ambassador program. They have a lot of responsibility. They help us with a lot of things. So we'll definitely, you know, train our ambassadors, make sure we have a really strong base and just move on from there. And we've had students as young as elementary school reach out to us with interest. So um, we're really excited to see that not just that we'll keep working on it when we're older, but also that it's there's going to be new ideas and 
just new motivation from younger younger grades moving up and they're gonna keep keep the keep it going flow yeah yeah keep the flow going (laughs) what are your goals to you know even after college and all that for for your careers so i want to be an OBGYN and it's just something I've always been really interested in, especially because in OB, uh, women of color are more likely to pass away during childbirth just because of insufficient healthcare and things like that. And then also in other countries, um, women's healthcare is very overlooked and it's not given as much priority as it needs to be. So in the future, I really hope that I can join groups like Doctors Without Borders or just serve in other countries if possible. But yeah, I would love to become an OBGYN and practice in women's healthcare. Um, I've become really interested in endocrinology because as I mentioned before, a lot of people's hormones are more irregular now, especially with women. And that can make your period irregular, unpredictable. And it also increases the pain of menstruation and it can increase all these other PMS symptoms. And I think it's something that we really need to focus on. And I'm really excited to learn more about it and even how it affects me. How can people reach out to you? Um, So through our website, um, periodprojectnc.org, they can go there to find more information. And if they wanted to directly reach out to us, our email is periodprojectnc at gmail.com. And on our website as well, I think we have a um, little box where people can submit questions. And if people want to contact us through social media, our Instagram is also period project NC. Also, I was looking at your Instagram and you give a lot of tips and everything for that. How important is the use of social media to get your point across? I think social media was definitely um, the gateway for us to really get started and be impactful because we got started with our Instagram and then we saw how many people wanted to get involved, which is what pushed us to become a nonprofit and expand the ambassadors program and everything like that. So I think social media from our point of view was really important just to get started and to expand. But also I think it's a really great resource for everyone else or our community or anyone who wants to get involved because it's a great way to, you know, get some information and get going.